What's up, goons? It's your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I am joined, as always, for Notes of a Goon by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. That's great. It's a White Claw kind of day. Sorry we're coming at you a little late this week. Uh, We normally record on Mondays. We're recording on Tuesdays in the middle of the day, so I had to stay nice and sober because I have to work after this. So White Claws it is, Mike. That's That's your sober drink? I have never once felt drunk while drinking White Claws until I tried to operate heavy machinery. And luckily, I don't have to do that today. Wait, what What kind of heavy machinery are you operating? My bicycle. It's <laughs> a pretty light road bike. <laughs> did I never tell you that story? No. Remember when we did uh, Comedy Fight? You were still the producer of Comedy Fight Club back then. And it was uh, uh, outside of St. Mark's Comedy Club. Remember? Oh, yeah. In the pandemic. So me, Ryan, and Danny essentially drank... 40 White Claws between the three of us. and Provided by St. Mark's Comedy Club. God bless those guys. Go, go check out a show at St. Mark's Comedy Club. Uh, but I literally thought I was fine. Could, didn't even feel kind of drunk. Hammered. Johnny Smallhands is there, right? I, this is the only way I know that I looked drunk. Because I felt fine. That's why I don't trust White Claws. That's why you never see me drinking these, really. It's pretty rare that you see me drinking a White Claw. Um because I felt completely fine after downing about 15, 20 of these things. And then I got on my bike, and I fell off my bike about three times on the ride home. And that's how I knew I was drunk, Mike. That's how. That's the... That's if the... you would have picked me up unconscious in the street, I would have been like, I don't even feel drunk. I don't know why I keep falling. And that's... I don't trust these things. It creeps up. And I, asked, I had to ask Johnny. I called him the next day, and I go, was I hammered last night? He was like, you don't look much drunker than usual, but kind of. And I was like, I didn't even feel kind of drunk. It's sneaky, dude. It's a sneaky, sneaky drunk. So, Mike, what I'm saying is when you get ready to throw your life away, I got a White Claw waiting for you. Sick, dude. Honestly, a couple months into this baby, maybe. Oh, dude. You know, my buddy who was addicted to PCP didn't drink for 12 years, three months into having a baby. He was like, I think I can drink again. Yeah, that was it. So, you, yeah, well, that's the thing. Alcohol wasn't his problem. PCP was his problem. Interesting. So you have to start smoking PCP. Do you have a guy? Do I have a guy? That guy actually still <laughs> has his PCP connects. That's how good he was at quitting drugs. Yeah, he just... I mean, but how do you know if that guy is still in business 12 years later? He's called since. We've needed it for a bachelor party. <laughs> All right, well, this is a foolproof plan. This is nothing can possibly go wrong. Dude, I'm about to get wet around my baby. Look, if you got to change a wet diaper, you got to have wet brain. I mean, well, wait, wait a second. You might already have that. Yeah, no you mind. hand me a couple white claws. Yeah. I'll get there. Oh, you don't think I can get wet brain? Dude, it's so funny. I, I said this. Uh, there's this. There was, you can't find a good picture of it online, but I wish we could find. I, I almost want to go buy it and see if I could still get a picture. But there used to be this mural of Dom. You know where the term wet brain comes from? No clue. There's a disease called encephalitis which they used to call water on the brain, which happened to children. And I never knew what it was. And I would walk past this near my uh, grandmother's house in Sheepshead Bay. There was a, my dad's mother, there was a painted mural of Dom DeLuise holding this like retarded kid who had wet brain. And he, I guess, had like a charity for people with encephalitis. And um, it the the image of the child, the painted image of the child with this disease, probably drove most of my nightmares as a small boy. 
Because the combination of like seeing that image on the way to like my very old, you know, my grandmother who was born in 1901. Right. Who had had a stroke. And I don't remember her. Apparently we were very close before she had the stroke. But then she just creeped me out. She like forgot English. And then, like, she just got very old once she had this stroke. I mean, she was fucking 99. You know what I mean? Like, she was, you know. She That's was, how that happens. Yeah, she was, like, 87 or something. And this is in the 80s. Like, and so, like, um, but I just, I, it's probably the combination of those two things. But I remember just thinking that this poor uh, mentally ill child was going to kill Dom DeLuise. And then we would not have national treasure Dom DeLuise. You know what I mean? I was terrified. It's a real fear. It was a real fear of mine growing up. It was crazy. It really drove. See if you can find. Uh, put in a Google Images, Avenue Z, Dom DeLuise mural. I bet it comes up. Avenue Z, Brooklyn, Dom DeLuise mural. Because there's all sorts of like weird New York scrapbook Instagram pages now and stuff. Hmm. Not. Let me see Google Images first page. Okay. Hold on. I got the forgotten NY. You know what? I'm going to post it. No, just go to the Google page. Images. Yep, now put Brooklyn. Okay. You just watched me try to spell Brooklyn 14 yeah. times. Yep, well, there it is right there, the first result. <laughs> um, so you can't really see it, but that kid was terrifying as a child. And as as it got fate more and more faded, I was like, oh man, he did get he got Dom DeLuise's soul. But it also kind doesn't it also kind of look like Dom DeLuise might be raping this kid? Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. You were you're horrified of the child. I'm so, horrified of Dom DeLuise caressing that boy. So here's what you gotta see is like I'm gonna find I'm gonna post somewhere. This will be old business for next week, but I will post somewhere. Somebody's gonna have the clear photo of this from when I was a kid, and you're gonna be like, oh, that child is terrifying. Dom DeLuise is just gritting grinning through fear for his life because these kids are strong you know what i mean they've got a strength that we don't understand he could have fucking hip tossed fucking dom deloise at any time despite the fact that he's a very fat man yeah easy dude well when you're using his weight against him you know that's true you, you know all uh mentally handicapped people do know sambo yeah especially in south brooklyn yeah um all right so uh, otherwise for old business one thing we me and you need to talk about is uh, uh biphasic sleep do you okay. know what that is? Never heard of it. I think both of our lives would be incredibly better. So biphasic sleep, apparently at some point, human beings slept in two four-hour shifts. Okay. And I did this by accident once when I was in my early 20s. I didn't have a job, and I would sleep from like 4 a.m. till 8 in the morning every day. And I would go to the gym, and I would get a lot of errands done. I would do whatever work I had to do for the day, and then I would come home. Right as The Simpsons were starting at 5 p.m. on Channel 5, I think what I did was I uh, Pavlovianly tricked myself into every time I had heard The Simpsons music, I would fall asleep. Because I had like three seasons of The Simpsons on DVD. Mm. And then I would watch, I would put it on and immediately fall asleep. And then when it would come on the TV at 5 on Channel 5, I would just fall right to sleep and I would sleep another four hours. Then I'd go out and get drunk till four in the morning. But there was, and it was, honestly, I'm going to say this right now, the best I've ever felt in my life. And the most productive I've ever felt in my life. Hmm. Um, and it was for a few, and it, it literally just took one get drunk till seven in the morning to completely, I've never been able to get back to it. Society won't let us get back to biphasic sleep. There's also just studies that say that we should probably be living this way. I mean, I feel like I, the you, Look, Mike, if, if there's anything I know about you, it's that you'd probably be better with a nap. 
<laughs> I am. I do operate way better. With like that baby is going to like you way more than Alex just because of how much better you are after a nap. Dude, I'll tell and you. And you're starting to look like a bear. Yeah. With, with how much weight you've gained. Uh-huh. So it's like I could just see you sleeping on your own belly. You know so, what I mean? Using your own belly as a pillow. So I've uh, I've developed this. Uh, like, Actually, this is a real plan I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Oh, this is going to be great. When the baby's born. Mm-hmm. You're going uh, to England. I got it. No, no, no. I'm going to have a... Uh, I'm going to bring my, my bear onesie to the hospital. So the first time my baby meets me, I'm going to be dressed as a giant teddy bear. Just take your shirt off, Mike. No, 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 no. You don't understand, dude. It's got the bear ears and the little snout, and it's got a little tail in the back. It's very cute. You know, they say there's a weird thing with children where they say that um, the reason why some children don't have as strong bonds with uh, their fathers as they do with their mothers, they're, they're saying that there may be a reason is because uh, fathers very rarely hold skin-to-skin contact as they're holding a newborn baby. Oh, no, no, no. I'm doing uh, – and it's got a big zip in the front. Okay, so you're so, gonna hide the baby in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should really be a kangaroo costume if you're gonna put this baby in a pouch. It's not a pouch per se. You should get a baby Bjorn for under the bear costume. <laughs> this isn't gonna look strange at all when you're walking down the street wearing a bear costume carrying a newborn baby. Okay, it's not gonna look like you stole a baby at all. Just <laughs> a man and a bear with yeah. his baby. Is that one of the Beagle Boys from Ducktales stealing a baby? Um, so I think we should really, really have biphasic sleep going. Yeah, I agree. That's that's my whole that, like I think I think this is there's no reason why we shouldn't do this. We probably need some nap pods around the studio, maybe a hammock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never actually been able to nap in a hammock, so I'm always afraid at any given point it will spin around really fast and I'll be stuck in it with my arms sticking out in either direction. Um, but I feel like maybe we can get a good quality business hammock down here, down at the hammock district. There's a hammock district. Yeah. Okay, where is it's that? It's right next to the Diamond District. Yeah? Yeah. That's a... That's, you gotta uh, go to Joanne's Hammocks. She'll get in the hammock with you. This is awkward. Uh, this is awkward. I'm uh, getting sleepy just quoting The Simpsons. <laughs> it's awkward, Um, like, you know, districting in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Dude, I was in the... Di- I actually gotta go pick up a watch in the Diamond District next week that I had repaired, but... um. I was up there and I was walking through and it's been so long since I was there. It's so weird to have what is the equivalent of Orthodox Jewish panhandlers in the Diamond District. Just like grabbing you in the street going, are you buying or selling? Are you buying or selling? Are you buying or selling? Like every four feet. It's fucking crazy. Sick. What? Mike, while we're on old business, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I, I've, it's the middle of the day we're doing this. Uh-huh. I'm getting many texts about many shows that I work on. You just turn the phone down. We're doing a short show. Who, who what, what show is it for? Uh, this one's about spit roast. That's not important. It's kind of important. It's not important. I mean, spit roast. I mean, come on. Do you have a, do you have a, a, a lineup book? Yeah. Is it a good lineup? It's a great lineup. Stop paying attention to Lewis. Why? He doesn't text you back when you text him and you need something, does he? He very often does. How? Yeah, how often? Not very often. I would say, yeah, like ninety percent of the time. Cool. It's like ten. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little. I'll, I'll let. I'll let. I'll let. I'll open up the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, fourth wall here for a second. I remember we were at Skankfest, and uh, your your wife was crying, crying, weeping, and I went and found Kim to go sit with your weeping, crying wife because uh-huh. I didn't know where you were. So right. I found Kim. By the time I found Kim and sat her down with Alex, Lewis was like, "Alex, if you need a break, you know we need you at your at your at your best." 
so so you need to take a break when you need it. We can't we can't have you like this. And I looked at him and I go, also she's fucking pregnant, Louis. And I looked at Alex and I said, Alex, I will do your job if you need me to. I can just not get drunk for a day at Skankfest. And Lewis went, I don't care about that, and just walked away. <laughs> and now you're paying attention to him during my show. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I mean, fair enough. Okay, so that was old business. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's one more thing in old business. What was it? Uh, a, uh, a fan comment. Which one? Somebody was, uh, was eagle-eyed. Oh. On the latest clip that oh, we, yes, uh, we put true. out. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. And also, the last call for uh, reviews on iTunes got us two new reviews. One of them said that sh- gave us four stars and said the show would be better if Mike was a notary. I agree. Uh, uh, so that was, there was that. So it, please leave us a review on iTunes. And also, if you need life advice or anything, you just want to talk to us about anything, of course you can email us at askthegoon at gmail.com. If you want to just leave us a comment, just tell us how, what you think of the show. Tell us what you hate, what you like, whatever. I don't care. AsktheGoon at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah. So, somebody, an eagle-eyed viewer caught this from the last episode of the show on the YouTube clip on High Society Radio's YouTube page. Can you play that? So, it's like she went from hanging out with these two to hanging out with two <laughs> Now, the comment was, I didn't even check it, but the comment said, damn, Mike's dropping a hard R. First minute of the clip. <laughs> so now what I what happened was I asked our video editor, Ben, to take out the curses in the first 10 minutes of a YouTube video because it affects the algorithm. Uh, and uh, it sound that made that clip sound way worse. Yeah, it's almost like you're not you're not helping anything. Also, I don't know what the curse was there. Dicks or cocks. I mean, that how is that a slur? It's not a slur. You have How to take out a, curses. You have to take out that's fuck. That's not a curse. Cock? Yeah, cock's not a curse. She wasn't hanging out with two roosters. You don't know. The video's blurred. She might have been. That's true. You know, I'll I'll give him I'll give him what for, Mike. Yeah, thank you. And if you and if anybody else finds any hard R's that Mike's dropping, make sure you make a compilation of them. It's never once and happened. And send them to askthegoon at gmail.com. Because you know, I, I really would just send that to your dad. Because you know, we all know he's a racist cop from Scarsdale. I would just send that to him for Father's Day this year. So I, I <laughs> So what's gonna happen is you're gonna get a bunch of people who like where I could possibly have said the like where it would fit. Said what? No, see, I'm I'm too quick for your tricks. Um somebody who somebody's gonna gonna find the thing where it'll fit and mm-hmm. then they'll just bleep it. I don't I don't know what you mean. How could they do that? If you didn't say it. How could they make it sound like that? I don't. I don't think there's anybody listening to this show that could possibly do that, over and over and over again. Chris, this is this is. I don't think there's a single person capable of doing that listening to the show. You know what? I'm a person listening to this show as we're recording it, and I know that I could do it. So please don't. And he's a he's a waterhead. If you if you <laughs> listen to the first part of the thing, he's a treading waterhead. Yep. Not getting anywhere. Treading waterhead. Not drowning. Nope. Just a treading waterhead. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about the Woody Harrelson thing. It's kind of great. So Woody Harrelson was on SNL this week, which nobody watches. Um, and failing SNL. Failing. Um, 
Nobody watches Saturday Night Live, in all honesty. Everybody just watches the clips later. I don't know. I, I, I legitimately think television ratings are a scam, but that's beside the point. Um, so he said he got into a lot of trouble. A lot of people are saying he was spreading conspiracy theories. Do you have the clip? Yes. Um, so what he said was uh, 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 this, which, you know, not that, not that far off from what we typically say on the show. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? <laughs> okay, so the... Pause it. First of all, great that... People were scared to laugh. To pull up the image real quick. The image of... Just him on stage. Now, a couple things. Ghoulish man. Ugly face. <laughs> Phenomenal outfit. That shirt is fucking flames. Final thing. Look how... Pull it back just a couple of seconds before he said that very awkward punchline. Look how uncomfortable the band is throughout most of that video. Oh, so that was them smiling after the last joke. So during this, as soon as he starts talking about this, they go from smiling because it's their job to smile during things to not smiling. Turn, turn the audio off. Go back to the beginning of this video. So this starts, we got this on Twitter. So look, they're laughing at the end of a joke. You see everybody smiling. Now hit play. So now he starts talking about what he's talking about. And then watch everybody. Look, look at the face of that, that old lady in the back. Look at her go, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We're going to lose sponsor. Everybody just starts frowning. It's yeah, this, this, guy, this guy literally went from, you know, full smiley face. Is that up. a man? That's not a lady? That's a dude. No way. I thought that was an old lady. No, that's a dude. Crazy. I thought you were talking about this lady here who literally has the full-on yikes <laughs> face. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, she's mushing out. Okay, so <laughs> this is kind of, no, I thought the gray-haired lady, pull, pull my face back up. I thought that gray-haired lady was a, a, an old lady. That's but a it, dude. That's crazy. Uh, and then there's a lady in the background who looks more like a producer than a band member because she's behind a wall. Mm-hmm. And she's very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She's full yikesing right now. She's like, he, he didn't run this by us. He, oh. By the way, i got to throw this out there. I really respect Woody Harrelson. Because, like, Jon Stewart did this, but everybody was always going to love Jon Stewart. Right. Uh, he did this knowing full well people kind of don't give a fuck about Woody Harrelson right now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of... What movie does he even have coming out? God, fuck if I know. Fucking great. I saw it, it was promoted a bunch with this. Um, oh, you have no idea. You know what would be a good movie, though? If, if he made the movie he was talking about, but just the the drug wasn't the vaccine, it was like something else. You know what I mean? Like, it was like... Like, what would be a good pharmaceutical drug that you had to stay in your house until you took it? Like, if everybody was forced by Pfizer to take Viagra and then leave the house, that's a good movie. <laughs> just dicks out. Yeah. Or if we all just had to, what's another, if we all had to take OxyContin or Xanax before we left the house, would the world be a better place or a worse place? Oh, see, I was thinking... Uh, Adderall. No, no, no. Uh, like, just estrogen. They just made... Oh, make everyone take tons of estrogen? Just Well, no, and then the chicks have to take tests, so they just make you be trans. You want to go outside? You're trans now. So we're all just a middle... We're just a middle mush yeah, of people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't like the middle mush. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be... Like, I've met 
lots of cool trans people, but I like they've or, usually by the time I've met a trans person, they've like fully gone through the whole thing. You ever meet somebody who's like a middle guy? I actually have. I know people who want to stay in the middle. I have met people who want to stay in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know what to think of it. It all just feels like. To bring it back to SNL, it's Pat. You pulled me up a picture of it's Pat from SNL. Yeah, the androgynous character who people were like, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. Didn't they? There was and then they would have to ask questions over and over again. Wasn't there a whole movie about this? Yeah, there was actually an it's Pat movie. So see if you can get like any, just whatever a short video of Pat and somebody asking questions. Uh, here you go. Just jump a, a few minutes in, and you'll get the idea. Love them, they tried. <laughs> well, 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 Pat, would you say you were more like your mother or your father? I'm a perfect combination of both. <laughs> this is just what you're talking about. Did your parents give you anything for your birthday? Oh, I'm sure they'll give me the usual clothes from the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Hold on, let's see what Chris Rock's gonna say. Pat, your motherfucker. Somebody's here. M your motherfucker. Oh no! Which one? I, I, I can't. Me! Uh, oh, Francis, come in. Everybody, <laughs> this is Francis. Hello. Hi. This is Jim and Bill and Christy. Uh, oh, nice to meet you. Hi, how are you? Hello, oh, everybody. Pause it. Hi. So. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's exactly the movie you're pitching. So I don't know if we can do this one. Damn, you're I right. I think we got to go back to the Viagra thing. Yeah, I mean, everybody... Which is kind of, if you think about it, if everybody has to take Viagra every day, it's the opposite of the movie you're talking about. Because then we can tell where everybody stands. You making a good point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can make the anti-its, Pat. Yeah, dude. It's... Uh... Tap. <laughs> and we can have tap dance numbers in it. You're not wrong. This is a fantastic idea, and I'm glad we thought of it. Mm. Moving on. Guys, we got to talk about our friends over at YoDelta.com. YoDelta is the sponsor of this show and the Delta 8 sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. So what I need you guys to do is I need you to go to YoDelta.com and you use the promo code GAS, and you're going to get 25% off your order of high-quality vapes and gummies. That's high-quality vapes and and gummies over at YoDelta.com. I'm a big fan of these guys. Mike, you're a fan of YoDelta, correct? Love it. Love Absolutely it. love Everything. it. Everything. Everything about these guys is great. Dude, the, uh, the the little peach gummy rings, they will knock your socks off. And they taste very good. They are delicious. Yeah. And I've been sleeping with a vape pen right next to my bed, which is creepy. But, you know, since society won't let us partake in biphasic sleep because uh, uh, they're against our lifestyle choices, sure, we can be gay, but we can never sleep. We can never nap. They don't care who you sleep with, just when you sleep. There's, yeah, there's 52 genders, but the only acceptable time to sleep is from midnight to 8 a.m. It's crazy. Um, but thanks to YoDelta.com, I keep a vape next to my bed. And every time I wake up in four hours, as my body naturally wants to, I just pick up my YoDelta vape and I start shaking and I hit it three or four more times. And I can eke out three more hours of sleep. I'm not going slowly insane at all. It's certainly not thanks to Yo Delta. If anything, I've got another year left before I snap and kill everyone and everything. Huzzah. So go to YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS. You will get 25% off your order of high-quality Delta 8 vapes and gummies. Go to YoDelta.com. Promo codes GAS. 25% off. Moving on.
All right, so Jimmy Carter's fucking dying. He's 98 years old. I'll be honest, I'm surprised that triglycerides from all those peanuts had gotten him sooner. Yeah? Yeah, and also he's chugging them down with Billy beers. That was his brother's beer. Sick. His brother, Billy Carter. Can you pull up a picture of Billy Carter? <laughs> this is what we're doing, okay. What? Yeah, why? No, just... Uh, yeah, we're just doing Simpsons quotes throughout the entire show so I can ho- hopefully fall asleep thanks to biphasic <laughs> sleep. Um, so... I don't remember why. Why did people think he was an asshole? By the way, that nameplate with the giant peanut is fantastic. Yeah, that does rule. Yeah, just go to the first page about Billy Carter. So yeah, click his Wikipedia page and see if there's any sort of controversy section. Uh, relationship with Libya. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, late 17, early 79, Carter visited Libya three times with a contingent from Georgia. He eventually registered as a foreign agent of the Libyan government and received a $220,000 loan. Uh, New York Times reports belief that only $1,000 is repaid. Baller. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, this is Hunter Biden shit. I had no idea. <laughs> Me neither. Um, I'm deeply concerned that Billy has received funds from Libya and that he may be under uh, obligation to Libya. These facts will govern my relationship with Billy as long as I am president. Billy has no influence on U.S. policy or actions concerning Libya in the past, and he will have no influence in the future. Here's the thing. I'm going to fuck with this right now. I fuck with Jimmy Carter for saying that out loud. Probably cost him the second term, but good for him. What do you mean? Like, Joe Biden hasn't said that about Hunter Biden. I mean, he hasn't disowned his son. He doesn't have to disown his son. Well, I mean, he should. Look, I've said before, I I think the reason why he's supporting Hunter Biden so steadfastly is that his other kid's dead. He lost another kid and a wife in a fucking car accident. I fucking get it. No. What? Fuck all that. This kid. He supports him because that's how he makes money. I think Joe Biden's doing just fine, dude. I'm 99% sure that Hunter Biden uh-huh. is back-channeling it deals it with the out. Ukraine. It would have come out. It has come out. It literally has come out, and they keep sweeping right, it under the rug. They've had fucking Ukrainian investment people who've had meetings in the White House when, uh, when Joe Biden was vice president. They've literally, it's in the logs uh, of people who visited the White House and had a meeting at saying. the vice okay. president's office. So this is what I'm saying. I'm saying I respect Jimmy Carter a little bit about yeah. this. But now that we know this, he's at his house dying. He's in hospice care, right? So he left the hospital, decided to not get treated. I don't even know what he's sick with. But you think he's just shredding all the stolen documents? Because as we know, all presidents steal documents now. Is that every president? I, it's at least two. I mean, seems like he's just steal. Now he's got all those Habitat for Humanity houses. It's two. It's a trend. Exactly. And he's got all these Habitat for Humanity houses. You think those are for poor people? You think you're putting regular ceilings in there? Nope. Drop ceilings. You know what's in a drop ceiling? Either drugs or secret government documents. Every time. Every time. Drop ceilings are Kinder eggs for scumbags. We all know this. (laughs) There might be a fucking hot gun up there. Always check a drop ceiling. I'll be honest. Nine out of ten. When I was building my kitchen, I swapped out the drop ceiling tiles to put like metal ones up. Big bag of cocaine fell out. That's just how it is. That's just drop ceiling. Look, it's it, it's a gimme that somewhere, if you see a drop ceiling, one of the tiles, somebody was high or drunk and stashed some amount of drugs, cash, guns, or documents in a drop ceiling tile every time. You can't resist it. That's actually- You don't even want to hide shit sometimes. I'm pretty sure that's where my old credit card is. They proved that- um they proved that with the uh, with the Lakers. 
Really? Year. Yeah, it was either the Lakers or the Celtics. I can't remember uh, which which team did it. Mm. Uh, but the coach had... Was it the one with all the white guys or the one with all the black guys? <laughs> the coach... I'm assuming it was all the white guys. Okay. Um, but the coach had everybody on the team... Because it was the 80s and it was cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, everybody on the team had to put uh, $10,000 like in a pot. And uh, they hid it in the drop ceiling in the visitors' locker room. Okay. Meaning, like, the last game they played there that year, they only play, like, uh, if you're from the opposing conference, you only play there once a year. Mm-hmm. So they put it there during the regular season with the in- with the implication being you're only getting this money back if we make it to the finals and play these guys. And oh. they did. Awesome. Dude, sick story. Proves my point, though. It's when coaches were great. Yeah. So all the every drop ceiling in yeah, every habit in every Habitat for Humanity house. Pro, there's some in Brooklyn, by the way. There was a big controversy with Habitat for Humanity and Brooklyn housing. So developers pushed all these people out of their housing, and then Habitat for Humanity bought the houses back to use government funds to fucking fix them up and put poor people in them. But all these poor people who got kicked out of their houses because of eminent domain and shit, or because of foreclosures in 2008, were just like, "Wait, can we just have our house back?" And Jimmy Carter was like, "Nah, B." Nah, I gotta fix. We gotta up. fix this shit up and give it yeah. to poorer people, bro. Yeah, we gotta insulate these drop ceilings. Yeah, it was all in Bedsty back when Bedsty before Bedsty was super duper gentrified. So it was also black people. He was getting back at George Washington Carver for spiking the price of peanuts. That's honestly, it's got to be what it is. <laughs> There's only one peanut c word. Yeah, he wants to be the he wants to be the peanut king, and he's like, I'm sick of these motherfuckers. I wasn't gonna say what you usually say, Mike. Um, but we all know what Jimmy Carter said. It was the '70s. Come on. Um, this is unconscionable. What was that? It's what? unconscionable. How many? How many ends? Come on, Chris. Just, do not give. Of... Do not give them a perfect thing that they can just put a bleep in. Stop! And... Stop! Stop! Mike. Uh, we're talking about Jimmy Carter here. <laughs> now he's always been suspect, just in general. Why? Well, how come everybody died? Of I sent you a video that I want you to pull up. Everybody in his whole family died of pancreatic cancer except him. He's 98. Does he not currently have pancreatic cancer? At 98? When did Billy Carter die? Uh, uh, death in uh, 19... Uh, he died at 58. It's a huge discrepancy. There's a 40-year discrepancy here. Uh, he died at 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall of 87. Okay. Um Okay. Following year, so eighty-eight, he died. So, Jimmy, now let's play play this video. Pancreatic cancer has devastated my family. My father, my brother, and both sisters all died from pancreatic cancer. There are limited early detection methods and no long-term effective treatments. That's why I'm supporting Let's Win a new online platform that provides pancreatic cancer patients with fast... With World of Warcraft subscriptions, oh. ...and pioneering science that can extend their lives and one day find a cure. Pause this. Visit Let's Win. So, let's put this out there. His whole family dies of pancreatic cancer. It's still uncurable years later. I'm starting to think the government actually has a cancer right. We already know what Billy Carter did, and he was trying to get rid of him because he cost him that second election. 
I mean, dude, power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've always talked about the fact that I, uh, I heard that the government had a cancer ray back when I was a child, and I would listen to crazy homeless people. Maybe that guy Cornbread was right. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, you knew Cornbread. Corn, the original Cornbread. He said, "Except, except no imitations." That's what he said. So he probably knew about these cancer rays. Must have. They got Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's very. I think it's undeniable. Undeniable. Absolute proof. That sounds about right. It is uh, undeniable, absolute proof. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Jimmy Carter, horrible human being. What is, what is he sick with? Can you please look that up? I mean, I bet you it's pancreatic cancer, if I had to guess. If you're 98 with pancreatic cancer, it's a wrap. How crazy would it be if he just had Magic Johnson AIDS and he's 98? You know what I mean? Do you think that's it? It's like the, the similar to... Um, similar to uh, like AIDS. AIDS, yeah. You can just throw money at pancreatic cancer, and it's fine. Oh, like the South Park episode? Yeah, maybe. Um, Seems like you probably just cut your pancreas out. I have no idea what a pancreas does. Somebody should correct me in the YouTube comments, but uh, I have no idea what a pancreas is. Or what it does. It seems like a gizzard or something. I'm, we're not eating stones. I'm pretty sure that's what the gizzard's for, you know? I can't find what he's sick with, just that he's... Oh, that he's not even oh, sick. He's just... Uh, he got immunotherapy for metastatic melanoma. Immunotherapy? For what? I don't buy that. AIDS. It's AIDS. Jimmy Carter got AIDS. You heard it here first. Probably. Yeah. All right. We solved that. Jimmy Carter, terrible person, uh, uh, gave his entire family pancreatic cancer, got AIDS because he was so high on himself that he was fucking and sucking everyone and doing heroin, hides fucking secret documents in drop ceilings of every Habitat for Humanity house. If you're living in a Habitat for Humanity house and you're listening to this show, check the drop ceiling and you might have Russian nuclear secrets. Do that right now. Jimmy Carter, 98 years old, terrible person, moving on. All right, here's a here's a big thing that just happened this week. Do you know about Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy? Yes. Do you know what happened with him? Uh, he said a thing on Twitter, and now his comic is not anywhere Syndicated. Anymore. He hasn't been writing new ones in a while, but I'm going to throw this out there. This is a crazy thing. So Scott Adams would be called a racist right-wing crackpot right now, correct? Yes. Okay. So a couple weeks back, uh, a lot of people in my building, what they'll do is if they're throwing away books, they'll leave them in the hallway, right? Yes. And, uh... uh People will take the books if they want them, or they will leave them there if they don't. So I did that. I got rid of a bunch of books. Uh, I got rid of uh, uh, Guaranteed Success with uh, Percy Master Pete Miller. I think I've learned everything I could. I, he did Guaranteed Success and delivered. I got rid of uh, John Stewart's book. I got rid of a, a Dilbert collection, uh, The Gambler's Bible from 1970, a couple other books like that. And then for some reason, uh, uh, like I said, the Dilbert book and then Stephen Colbert's book. The Dilbert book was gone immediately the next time I came in my house. Somebody was like, I need that Dilbert, son. And they just grabbed it. You know what the only book still there was? The Master P book? Nope. That was gone quick, too. Nobody, first of all, when I saw, I found that on the street. I was like, well, I can't pass. I can't walk past this. Can't, I can't walk past the secrets to success for yeah. free? It made me say, uh. Na 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 na? Exactly. Um, but the only book still there was Stephen Colbert, who's a left-wing shill. The I am American, so can you? Yeah, so that was still there. Nobody the wants that stinks. book. Yeah, it does. Because it's bought... written by a character. Well, f whatever. I probably I just put it on my bookshelf for 15 years. Um, but what I'm saying is the John Stewart book went, but the fucking Stephen Colbert did not. But the Dilbert book went. So it just shows to, goes to show you in Flatbush, Brooklyn, people were swinging right wing. 
Just throwing that out there. People need that Dilbert. Need it in their lives. Um, but so I, I read a bunch of news articles and I couldn't find the context of what he had said, just that he had said some racist. It, literally every article I read, and maybe if somebody could find, if somebody listening can find one where they added the context that's, I'm going to say a mainstream news article. The Times, Wall Street Journal, um, or any like news, MSNBC, Fox, whatever. Maybe Fox has it. I, I didn't check. Uh, CNN, somebody, something that's mainstream that leans a little left that has the context. So basically what he said was he read a survey online where 53% of black people asked, um, said that it, the phrase, it's okay to be white is not okay. And then he reacted to that. That is the main talking point, correct? Essentially, yeah. Okay. So now that's a wild thing. And it goes back to, we talked about this on High Society Radio years ago when it happened. Uh, so basically on 4chan, some guy got on 4chan and said, I bet I can freak out the normies in my town and lived in a college town and printed up flyers that said, it's okay to be white and stuck them all around the town. And they went nuts and said it was a hate crime. Now, it was literally just done to be like, I bet we can tell these people that they're crazy. We can pr prove these people are crazy. And so Scott Adams said, it was like, basically, if you're saying this, like, imagine you switch the word. Everybody's saying, if you imagine if you switch the words and this and that. And I kind of get his point. But the problem with it is, is I cannot find the study now that he claimed. It's like hard to find on Google. So please, somebody send it to me. I tried to find it. I spent an hour looking for the fucking thing. Two, it was a media study. And if you're just saying you don't trust statistics from the media, why do you trust this statistic? Uh, three, fucking, you need to know the methodology of this. How many people did they ask? Did they ask eight black guys in prison? Did they ask, if they ask college students, we know what they're going to say. Actually, eight black guys in prison would be like, yeah, it's fine to be white. I'm going to fuck your ass up, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, I think black guys in prison would be, you know, what's a crazy thing is like, yeah, like black guys in prison would be like, yeah, that's fine. You can be white if you want. I don't give a shit. Like, um, but like, you need to know methodology for these fucking studies. I just feel like he's getting fucking, what he said wasn't crazy. Right? That if, if that's true. Yeah. What he said was, if this is true, white people should probably avoid black people. If 53% of them think it's not okay to be white, you're basically encouraging us to avoid black people. But like, I don't think that's true. What a lot of people, even what like, um, some of the right-wing media sites were saying, it was like, well, he is describing black people as a monolith. It was like, well, so does this survey. Like, surveys describe groups as monoliths co constantly. Whether it be surveys white... Surveys work. Yeah, that's what surveys are. That's what survey data is. It's it's breaking down groups into monoliths. Right? Like, it's like... It, it's not... I don't know. It's not a fucking fun thing. But I think it's okay to be white. It's also okay to be black. Here's and Chinese. The only thing it's not okay to be is Albanian. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, you know what they made fun of Albania in Dilbert? But they called them Elbonians. Okay. I swear to God, that is a real... I think it was a several-month-long Dilbert story arc in the in the comic strip. Uh, so the people uh, have an issue um, with the... Uh, that our okay-to-be-white poll was only 13% black. What? Okay. Uh, so, so the people that they polled was only 13% black. Okay. Uh, many of the people who say... Oh, this is Ramison. Is all, so it's a thousand respondents. Uh -huh. 
Um, yeah, so a thousand people responded, and I guess eighteen percent of them were black. And that's overrepresentative of the U.S. population, isn't? Is it not? No, I think it's it's fair. I think it is eighteen percent of the population. Uh, okay, so then that should be fair, then no. Yeah, um, but that still doesn't make it. How many respondents were there? Does it say a thousand? Oh, with one thousand. Yeah, dude, you cannot take. First of all, the people well, who thirteen point six percent of America is black. That's what I said. It's about thirteen to fifteen. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, so it is over that number. By the way, strangely enough, that has been the number my whole life. Like the percentage of Latinos and Asians have ticked up. But the percentage of black people, that has been the number, well, I mean, which is kind of nuts. Not that nuts. We're, we've always been a nation of immigrants. Yeah, but it's like, it's weird that the percentage is only taken away from, I guess there's just less white immigrants. Maybe that's what it is than it yeah, used to be. That's way probably. less. And there's probably more black immigrants replacing their population. I mean, fewer, but I mean, more so it's just like- There's a lot of Caribbean, Im- I mean, whatever, I just live in Brooklyn. So yeah, there's a fair lot of amount. Yeah, there's a lot of Caribbean, and there's more but, African immigrants than- in decades past. Right, but not nearly as much as Asian and... And, and yeah, South Hispanic, Asian, yeah. yeah, and Latin, yeah, obviously. And, yeah, obviously, all the white immigrants are Eastern European as opposed to they used to be Western European. Right. Things change. Um, but, um, so, a th- well, why, why even publish this? A thousand people is not scientific at all. First of all, let's just break this down. And this should always be said whenever somebody is talking about survey data. Uh... uh we should never listen to anybody willing to take a survey. Right? Mike, let me ask you a question. Have you ever taken a survey after you've done a customer service call when you weren't angry? Like, you know when they say, will you stay on the line for a survey when you do a customer service call? Yes. Have you ever not hung up when you were in a good mood? Like, when they, if they fix your problem in a fast, efficient manner... You immediately, you said, no, sure, no problem. All right, I'll transfer you over. Hang up. If you're still mad because they have not fixed the problem, yep, I'll take that motherfucking survey. Let's go. Nine out of ten times. The 1% of the time, it's like uh, if I'm so barking mad when I call and they're able to calm, calm you down. me down and chill me out, yeah. I'm like, man, I that shit, I owe this guy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's never a guy. It's always a woman. <laughs> The Fair only enough. person who's going to calm me down when I'm that mad is like a woman being like, well, "Oh, darling, yeah, it's, it's going to be a southern. It's going to be a southern, probably black woman. You know, you probably shouldn't talk to a lady like that. You know, what, darling, I'm just trying to help here. Come on now, mm-hmm. I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. I could transfer you over to a supervisor if you like. He's going to be a man though. That's how they do it out here in the south. You know, mm-hmm. it's not my fault. I'm trying to. I'm trying to claw my way up. If only people like Scott Adams wouldn't hold down all minorities and women. If that damn Dilbert bastard. If that if that upturned tie snooted nose son of a bitch Scott Adams weren't holding us all races and and women down because we're all one thing. We're all minorities. Yeah. All right. I think we've pretty much covered this, right? Yeah. Is there anything else? No. Damn, Jesus. Every every I want to point this out there. Every right wing pundit has spent five hours on this. Well, how long did we just take? Three minutes? Uh, yeah, something like that. I think we need the Rush Limbaugh spot, me and you. We should just get that Rush Limbaugh check. We should go, we're going to have to go far right. I'm going to have to get fat. You, me and you. 
AM radio. What do you say, Mike? Five days a week? Ooh, better idea. Okay. Better idea. FM radio, hip hop station. No, rebrand. Okay. Right? Just let's do uh, instead of last podcast on the left, we're the last podcast. First on the podcast right. on the right. Ooh, first. This is where you stop first. Right. You don't need to go to those other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got to do a hard right pivot. Hard right, dude. I've been thinking about it for so long. Like, if I just if I had done a hard right pivot like six years ago, me and you would be rich right now. If we just went, I would have had to get rid of. I would have had to get rid of Stanley and Johnny because Johnny's brown and Stanley's a liberal cuck. No, it's good to have a brown. That's true. I should have got him when he was in the Newsmax. Yeah, I should just. We should just broke off and gone hard right. Yeah, that was the move. Mm. God damn it! You know, I just couldn't look myself in the face in the mornings. You know what I mean? All right, you got a time machine right now. What do you do first? Buy Bitcoin or Bitcoin, turn right? It's just not even. First of all, I'll tell you exactly what I do if I have a time machine. Is go back to when I had to dismantle my shroom grow room because a pipe burst under it and just fill it with Bitcoin miners. That's exactly what I do. Buy a generator. Honestly, just get a better apartment and just use that apartment for that. Just have a whole. Wait, you would leave? I mean, if it got very hot in there, which it seems like it might. Just have servers, Bitcoin mining. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. And then hard right pivot? Well, I mean, once you have that Bitcoin money, I think Bitcoin just turns you hard right. I think it's just AI that turns you that turns you a little right wing gradually. I mean, think about it. Elon Musk was a darling of the left until he bought all that Dogecoin. And now they call him a right wing crackpot constantly. Well, I mean, it's... It was the Dogecoin. It, what, what else could it have been, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I think it was the pumping and dumping of the Dogecoin. Yeah, pump and dump. Pump, pump it up. Pump, pump, and dump. All right, moving on. All right, um, let's talk about... You sent me a video, and I... What's funny is this. You sent me this video, Mike, and uh, uh, you didn't even know the context of the video you were sending me. Yes. Okay. I watched the context, and that's what made... Like, when you sent it to me, I was like, I'm not talking about this. And then I saw the context, and then I was like, okay, this merits discussion. No, I did... All right, here's the thing. I did know the context, because that's what got me to click on it. Okay, but when I just brought it back up to you now, you were like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't even remember. You know, you need that biphasic sleep. Um, All right, so pull up the video you sent me. Again, out of context. And I was like, I... The reason why I was like, I'm not just going to talk about this on the show. Luckily, I went up in the Twitter thread that this was a reply to, but let's watch this video. To your face, Ty. Makeup. You put makeup on it? Mm-hmm. How old are you? Seven. No. How old are you? Seven. You're four. Put... Oh. No, he's seven. Are you a boy or a girl? A girl. A girl? Mm-hmm. Were you born a girl? Hmm? Were you born a girl? Yes. When you were a baby, were you a girl? All right, girl? go back to the beginning yes. of this. To your face, Ty. Makeup? You put makeup on it? Mm-hmm. This kid looks How like the Joker. Seven. No. How old are you? Seven. You're four. No, he's seven. Are you a boy or a girl? A girl. A girl? Mm-hmm. Were you born a girl? Hmm? Were you born a girl? Yes. When you were a baby, were you a girl? Yes. Are you in a boy's body, though? Yes. Yeah. Also, he's apparently born a three-year-old. Okay, go to TikTok, bye. Bye. Okay. To your face. It just... 
that video should not happen. A. B, first of all, a four-year-old should not be wearing makeup no matter what their genitals are. Period. Um, my, uh, my niece found a bunch of her mother's makeup when she was four, and it was hilarious, but we also didn't film it. We just kind of said, don't do that again. Um, and uh, uh, also, by the way, here's how you know that that kid might not be A, trans, or B, a girl. Uh, my four-year-old niece, born a girl, um, fucking killed it with the makeup. I'll be honest. Knew how to do it because of YouTube. Like, because she can navigate YouTube and knew how to, like, she looked like a, a person put on real makeup and she did it correctly. And I would think if you're trans, you need to know those skills more. She's not. She's just good at doing makeup because she's a girl, four years old. Versus? Versus this seven-year-old. Because he's also <laughs> trans-ageist. Let's be clear. That was like she the- She is she, trans She. Now, you would also think, when you, if you really wanted to prove your point, wouldn't you just edit that video? What do you mean? Like, why would you leave the part in that you corrected about this overly imaginative child? Now, that kid could turn out to be trans. Who the fuck knows? We always said this. We, we've said this on the show many times. Uh, when you're a kid and you're in elementary school, there's a kid, there's a boy always in every elementary school class who acts a little feminine, hangs out with the girls, and that kid is almost universally becomes gay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, it's like all of the parents kind of are making jokes about that kid, even if he's a nice kid. And, like, you don't really get them. And then when you're older, you go, oh, that kid was gay. And then he is gay if you look him up on Facebook, which I did. Um, <laughs> that makes me want to go look up the kid. You know who it is? Yeah. Can you do it right now? I'm going to. And I'll keep talking about this. But it's just like, it is just a kind of a crazy thing where it's just like, why would you leave in the thing that you're correcting this kid? Like, you can't. Kids also just say crazy shit. I used to just say I was from Jupiter when I was three years old. That doesn't make any sense. Nobody's from Jupiter. I mean, I'm sure some people are from Jupiter. Nobody. Maybe trans people are from Jupiter, right? Because uh, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah. And you got to have big balls to be a trans four-year-old. Just Jupiter. They got to. They always got to go big. They got to go trans. Go big or go home. You got to go fucking eye of the storm, Jupiter style. Go big, king of the gods. <laughs> go big and go to your home on Jupiter. Uh, now I'm not saying that there are no trans kids, but I don't think that's evidence of it. Did you find the gay kid in your class? See, he's with the chick in this picture. Is it his mom? No, oh, I think it's a. I think it's a girl. Did he have gay conversion therapy? No, but uh, he is also, he has just a bunch of very gay anti-Trump videos. Oh, his, uh, oh, that's thing. not, I, I'm not going to say that that's gay. You just, because he's a Democrat? Yeah, 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 it's pretty yeah. gay, dude. Mike, I'm going to have to tell you, you can't listen to certain podcasts before you come in here. Um, what? Nothing. Um, so, but he's not gay, he's not a homosexual man. I mean, apparently not, dude. He's pretty anti-Trump, which is the gayest. I I don't know if I agree with that, but um, I don't think it makes you gay to be anti-Trump. I don't know, dude. My dad loves Trump. My dad's straight as hell. I mean, maybe he's trying to throw you off. Could be. Yeah. Maybe he just pistol whipped all those black guys when he was a cop because he was so attracted to them. Yeah. Like, stop being so handsome. Stop it. God damn it! Every time I touch this nightstick, I think about your erect penis. Um, and then he would beat them with it. Um, but now let's watch the video that this was in response to, please. 
that like it was like literally like so basically it was like somebody was like American children are doomed. And normally I'd be like, this is a kid that put on makeup and it's silly and kind of goofy and his mom's trying to turn it into an agenda, right? That would normally be my thing. But then I saw it in the context of this video, which is in Dagestan. And it's a child crying in a wrestling class because he can't keep in the stance. Knees knocking. Knees are knocking. Get through it like a man. Get through it like a man, he's told by his coach. All right, that kid's crying, but he does look accomplished at the end. Right? Let's pull, oh, yeah. up, his, pull up his face at the very end of that video. And also, by the way, I think this is what we should be doing to our boys. Yeah? Yeah. We should be teaching them to be monsters. Because also, this is a disciplined kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Look at him. I think, look, that kid looks so relieved. The kid in the background is like, I don't even want to be in video with this puss. But, like, the kid on the back left, yeah, that yeah, kid's yeah, like, yeah. I don't even want to be in the same video as this dude. Yeah, I can eat that shit. Yeah. Um, but he is, dude, he is crying like he just won an Oscar. Yeah. Because he, he might. did it. He may have just won an Oscar. I mean, look, I mean, that kid is fucking tough. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad they didn't call him like a pussy crybaby because that would have made me upset. But there is a point where it's like, all right, well, this is what we're doing to kids in some places. And this is what we're, but like, it is a monolithic thing. But I don't know. What was your point when you sent me the first video? Um, that we're doomed as a society. You think that's true? Yeah. Is it because that, that mom let that kid put on makeup or that she's encouraging him to say that he's a was born a girl. I mean, I feel like she's literally coaching. That was coaching. Him no, 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 no. To be fair, the second video was coaching. That's coaching. Okay. The first video was... Well, no, they're both coaching. And okay. it's like, I mean... The, For the, different events. Yeah, Dagestan is coaching these boys... For the actual Olympics. Tough warriors. Yeah, and the other one is for the victim Olympics. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it's very sad. I don't know which one of those is sadder. They're both pretty sad videos, though. I don't know. I think one is going to grow up to be a champion. One is going to have practical skills. Right. Like makeup. Makeup is a practical skill. Makeup artists make good money. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't think we're going to have robots doing it anytime soon. I think, you know, to be fair. We already have robots wrestling. I see. I, there's a new season of BattleBots out now. <laughs> fair enough. Plus, there was that Chris Jericho show. Remember that with the big robots? Maybe. Pretty, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, yeah, uh, either way, society is doomed. It's You know what it is? Uh, when they force us all to take all the hormones, like in the Woody Harrelson movie that we're producing, uh, uh, then Dagestan invades. And there's just a bunch of mushy Americans having to fight off an army of Dagestanis. And it's going to be like, uh, remember the Rick and Morty episode with the, with, with, the, with the females are separate from the males on that planet? Uh-huh. The fuck robots and such? That's what it's going to be. It's just, that's going to be the, but it's going to be Dagestanis, just fucking mush brains. Do you think they, all right. We should just start taking the estrogen now, Mike. Yeah? I think so. Mm. Or, better idea, mm -hmm. what if we just start going to Dagestani wrestling practice? That is a better idea. How much are flights to Dagestan? Probably pretty cheap. Yeah? If I had to guess. You think we can get back in time for the next show? Who the fuck wants to go to Dagestan? Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, that might make it more expensive. Flights to Billings, Montana are ex- more expensive than flights to Budapest. It's true. Uh, cheap flights to Republic of Dagestan. Uh, any New York airport, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, well, not Newark. I wish they could they make it any New York airport except Newark. Okay. Got you. I'll, I'll exclude Newark from it. Okay, great. Fantastic. Because uh, we'll go to Westchester Airport. That's no problem. Just yeah. Newark is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Expedia is showing nothing. Oh, man. I don't think you can fly. To, I don't No, think they, they make you swim. I don't think they have an airport there. Yeah, they make you swim, and then you have to triathlon from New York to Dagestan. You have to wrestle the last leg of it. It's a tough mutter. Sick. Yeah. Uh, so if we leave... Um, tomorrow. If we leave tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's the first, and mm-hmm. we return. We got to record on Monday, so we got to be back by Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, due to government restrictions, we're unable to show results for this church. That's it, dude. That's we, why... Damn. That's why we're getting behind Ukraine. To Oh, to stop... The Dagestanis from coming over here and beating up our trans children? No, they don't want us going over there learning how to be tough Dagestanis. Oh, that's got to be what it is. Yeah. We're through the looking glass here, people. We really are. Yeah. Can we go anywhere in Eastern Europe and just, like, cruise on over? I call it Beastern Europe now. Yeah, dude, you better. Yeah. Put some respect on their name. Hell yeah. All right, well, I think we've got to the bottom of this. Bro, you literally can't fly anywhere in Eastern Europe. It's insane. Holy shit. You, I mean, Kazakhstan is considered the Middle East, right? Yes, I believe so, yeah. So it's like that's as close as you can get to Eastern Europe right now. That's no, insane. I think we can go to Lithuania. Yeah, I mean. Or Poland. Yeah, you can go on the west, but then you got to go through Ukraine to get to Russia. And it's like, all right, we really going to go through Ukraine? Come on. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that we'll seems get, like. We'll so get sucked off too hard at those hot dance parties. Oh, those fucking hot suck off dance parties. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right, well, moving on. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, it's been a great show. I feel it's been fantastic. Mike, what do you think? Uh, top notch. A number one. Yeah? Yeah. Seems like you think you know the show's more important. but it's fine. This is crazy. It's, it's, it's whatever, dude. Chris, I'm it's locked fun. in. Were you, this is a great show. It's just, you know. We had the Scott Adams thing. Yeah. We didn't talk about the... the... No, we'll talk about that on Thursday with Johnny. I feel like that's actually better. Sick. Um, so, uh... uh yeah, it's been it, it's been high. It's been notes of a goon, I guess. It's been it's Monday, it's Tuesday. I'm very tired. Yeah, um, why don't you wake up? It's the White Claws. They're getting to me. You know what I mean. Yeah. I know I said in the beginning that they don't really affect me, but it turns out I'm a huge White Claw pussy. The claws, the law, and it's really fucking judge dreading my face. Um, but yeah, this has been uh, uh, notes of a goon. Uh, uh, we had a good time with you guys tonight. Also, just if you're listening live, uh, Mike, you're still doing those live streams on Saturday. Uh yeah, uh, we did we did a couple in here actually last two weekends they were very fun. I would like to do one at my house for UFC 285. That's Alex this Saturday has not given me the green light yet. So. I'll be out of town, but that should be some good fights. Great fights, yeah. dude! I have a I just posted a parlay on Twitter. Uh-huh. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, hundred and eighty to one. That's the parlay. Three fights. I need Jamie Pickett. Um, how Kent- much do you have bet on it? Uh, I have not put a dollar on it yet because I am a pussy. But by fight night, all right, come here. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put money on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, how, what's the bet you would like to be on it? I would like to. I mean, dude, fifty bucks wins you nine grand. 
right. Here. This is, we're splitting it, but this is your pay for the month. Let's go. <laughs> 50 bucks right here. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Dude, we hit this 4,500. You can buy a lot of White Claws. That's a lot of White Claws. Hell yeah. You can really ruin your life with $4,500. Derek Brunson, Keenan Song, and Jamie Pickett to pull off the upset of all upsets and beat Bo Nickel in uh, his UFC debut. All right. Let's go. I'm doing it. We're doing it. 50 bucks. Let's go, right dude. It's not your money. It's our money. Sick. All right. Fucking. Um, yeah. And also, I will be with Dave Smith at uh, uh, in, Rhode, in Providence, Rhode Island at the end of March. I think it's the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Come out to that. Uh, I'll be featuring on Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday we're doing a live podcast with Rob Bernstein. Should be a great weekend. Come out to see that. at uh, And uh, go check out uh, Mike's More Important Show, Spit Roast at the Stand. Uh, uh, going weekly on Wednesday soon. Coming soon, right? We'll, we'll see about weekly, but for now it's bi-weekly, and you're going to be on the 15th, right? No. Um, oh, am I? Did you already book it? I mean, Do you know the topic? No, but let's do it. All right. Good night. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you
say goodbye.